Hey, teachers, before we get started, we have a quick announcement. We're really excited because registration is open for our new summer workshop, Limitless Potential, an Enneagram Roadmap for Educators. One of our highest callings as an educator is to discover and develop potential. We love recognizing an undeveloped strength in ourselves or in our students. We all love witnessing those light bulb moments when we can literally see potential come to life. In this workshop, you will learn about the tool of the Enneagram. You're not just going to learn your type. You're also going to learn the key to understanding yourself and others in ways that will help improve your relationships, communication, classroom motivation and management, and ways to help reduce the effects of trauma. The more we understand people, the more we can change lives for the better. We'd love to see you June 6, 2024 in Dubuque, Iowa. For more details, head to our website at inspiredtogetherteachers.com. Have you ever been given the advice to look for the silver lining in a tough situation? Do you give that advice yourself? What does that really mean? And what are the steps we should be taking to find the silver lining? Today, we are discussing optimism and why looking for the silver lining can improve your work life, home life, health, and well-being. Welcome to the Inspired Together Teachers Podcast. We're Paula and Michelle, award-winning educators who've worked with thousands of teachers, and we know the struggles that you face on a daily basis. Do you want to make a difference and still enjoy your life outside of school? Together, we can tackle the overwhelm, gain clarity, and build confidence to live the life you deserve. Are you ready to be inspired? We can't wait to explore ways to improve your work life and home life so that you can live your best life. Do these sound familiar to you at all? Look for the silver linings. What's the silver lining in this situation? Well, at least the silver lining is, we're guessing you've heard those phrases or some version of those phrases many times in your life. How can you make it something to live by, not just some flippant advice? Because honestly, it's not just flippant advice. It is actually advice that will not only lengthen your life, it can improve the quality of your life. But we'll get to that in just a bit. First, let's talk about that phrase, silver lining. Silver lining, it is a phrase that is hundreds of years old, a metaphor comparing the shining silvery edges of a cloud backlit by the sun or moon to find something good that comes out of a bad situation. It is consolation. The outcome was not what you hoped, but something good came out because of it. And lastly, it is a beacon of hope. There is a hopeful prospect in the otherwise hopeless situation. Ultimately, looking for the silver lining is a metaphor that sums up being optimistic. It's looking on the bright side and realizing that something good can come out of a bad situation. I love that visual of a dark cloud with a silver lining from the moon or the sun backlighting it. It's telling us that there's beauty in that darkness. When someone looks for the silver lining, it sounds something like this. The silver lining is that even though I didn't win the competition, I got a lot more fit in the process. Or even though we didn't get the funding, I met some great new friends in the grant writing process. What actually triggered this podcast was a conversation that I was having with a young teacher the other day. We were talking about a lesson at the beginning of the year that really did not go well for her at all. And she said, 
The silver lining is that I learned early on what is not going to work with this group of students. I loved her optimistic and positive attitude. Shell and I started talking about silver linings and why they matter. So why optimism and silver linings matter? Well, looking for the silver linings in life can make your days more bearable. Bad things are going to happen. We all have those days. We all have things that we wish didn't happen. We can choose the pessimistic route and decide that bad things happen because the world is just a bad place. I think sometimes that's really easy to do if you watch too much news and you're hearing all the negativity can just take over. You can choose to let the negativity overpower you or not. There's a lot in the world that is negative. And if we look for it, we can surely find it. However, no one wants to be around negative Nancy. It also doesn't help to have toxic positivity. This is what we love about silver linings. Silver linings are that spot in between sulking and negativity and toxic positivity. It's that place right in the middle where you acknowledge that bad situations happen, but there is good that can come from them. There are lessons that can be learned from bad situations if we look for them. There are people we might meet or resources we might gain that we wouldn't have otherwise if we hadn't found ourselves in that bad situation. I'll give you an example of that from my personal life. At one point, I quit my job. I walked away. I knew I was supposed to be doing something else with my life. I wasn't exactly sure what it was, but I was exhausted. I was a little burned out and I was just ready for something new and something more and something different. So I applied for a job, a pretty big job, and I was perfect for it. I had all the qualifications. I interviewed several times. I thought I killed those meetings. It was great. And I was pretty sure I had that job. I didn't get the job. The silver lining is I immediately felt a sense of relief. You know, sometimes they'll say, well, throw a coin, choose heads or tails, and then you'll learn how you really feel about something if you don't get the answer you wanted. It was that way for me. I was like, oh my God, I didn't get that job. Thank God. Because I think it would have been more of the same things I was walking away from. In hindsight, it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. And I knew it even the day they called to tell me I didn't get the job because my feeling was I was not upset about it. That was the silver lining that I wasn't supposed to have that job. And you learned about yourself in the process. You learned what you didn't want more of. An example I think of with silver lining is I have hearing loss. I wear hearing aids. I have prosthetic bones in both of my ears. I've had successful and unsuccessful ear surgeries. And this causes a lot of inconvenience in my life at times. I am often asking people to repeat themselves. I regularly change hearing aid batteries. It can be a really big pain in my life. However, there's a huge silver lining that comes out of this. As a special ed teacher and a person who helps train future special ed teachers, I can empathize and understand people with disabilities in a way I could not. If I had perfect hearing, I would not be able to understand students who really, really try but just can't make a thing happen. I live that every day with my hearing. So as much as it's a pain, the silver lining is it makes me a way better teacher and advocate. Sometimes you hear the phrase, the best teacher of something is the one who struggled with it. So if you were really bad at math, you understand the struggles and you really can explain how to do it because you really had to work through it. That's a great example. Why optimism and silver linings matter? One reason is it can actually be good for your health. There are studies upon studies that show that having a positive attitude and approaching life with optimism is good for your health and can make you live longer. Listen up. You want to live longer? Let's find out. 
According to Harvard Health, researchers have shown that people who are optimistic and have a positive outlook on life have lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol, lower level of markers that predict heart attack and stroke, they stay healthier, and they enjoy independent living longer than pessimists. Optimism appears also to protect your heart, your circulation, and it increases your lifespan. There was a U.S. study of almost 7,000 college students who took a really comprehensive personality test in the mid-60s. Then they followed them for 40 years and looked at the results. This is fascinating. The most pessimistic individuals had a 42% higher rate of death than the most optimistic Then there were two Dutch studies that followed that that showed that optimists were 55% less likely to die from cardiovascular disease and that optimists enjoyed a 45% lower risk of death when you didn't narrow it down to heart disease. That's crazy. That's a lot more life. That sounds like a really convincing case to look for the silver lining. So why doesn't everyone look for the silver lining? Sometimes it's really hard to find the silver lining. It's much easier and less work to just see the dark clouds. Sometimes you really have to look for it. Sometimes just by the genetic makeup we have of being people, we are risk adverse. That goes all the way back to the cave, people. We are looking for things that are going to challenge our safety physically or physiologically. So it can be easy for our systems to look for the things that pose a risk to us, the things that are negative, and then to only see those things. It's also hard to find the silver lining when sometimes it just feels like work and life throw a lot of bad things our way at the same time. I don't know about you, Michelle, but I see a lot of people going towards hopelessness because it's a lot easier than hopefulness. Yeah, it's easy to see all the negative things. And sometimes you have to work really hard at finding the good things. Looking for the several lining can be difficult because you're trying to do two things at once, acknowledge the bad and looking for the good in it. An example of this is like in school, when you have a student and this is the most challenging student, the student forces you to do all kinds of things you've never done. They just wear you out, get frustrated, get upset, and you're exhausted. But you know what? It's hard to see it, but this is the one who makes you a better teacher. And also, if you look back, you will probably find that those students ended up creating some of your most rewarding teaching moments. If I look back in my years of teaching, I can see those students that took all my time, all my energy, and I can see a result now that I didn't see in the moment. It's extremely rewarding. The same can happen in your personal life. When things are getting thrown at you, it's so easy to just look at the negative when there's a constant barrage. But to find that silver lining A few years ago, I had COVID and I was really sick. I was quarantining in my house, in my room, away from my family. And my 16-year-old daughter, who was working at a local coffee shop, called me and said, Mom, I just about cut off the tip of my finger. They're driving me to ER. The tip of my finger is barely hanging on and I'm going to have to get my finger stitched on. Well, I had COVID. I couldn't go into the hospital. And I thought, what am I going to do? My husband was out of town and I was sick and all of these things were coming my way. What can I possibly do? I felt so helpless and so hopeless about what I could do to support this kid who'd never even ran her own insurance card 
through a doctor's appointment before, and now she was going in and getting her fingers stitched up. I, out of desperation, called one of her friend's moms, and I said, she trusts you. I am so sorry to ask, can you please meet her at the emergency room? That friend's mom was in the car before we got off the call. She was there, and I went and sat in the parking lot because I just felt like I needed to be there. Probably shouldn't have driven to the doctor's office. I was so sick and so tired. The friend's mom sat in there with her. She video recorded everything the nurse said about all of the follow-up instructions that she would have to do. The silver lining is I realized there's a tribe surrounding my kid. My daughter realized there was a tribe. She has an unbreakable permanent bond with that mom because that mom dropped everything to be there for her. True silver lining. As a friend, I'm thinking, if a friend's called me and said, can you meet my daughter at the hospital? I would be in the car. We probably all would. There's that hesitation to, you know, I don't want to inconvenience anyone, but the message is that the tribe is there. I have a medical example too. I have rheumatoid arthritis. I've had it since I was very young. It got so bad that I've had to have many operations and two knee replacements at a much younger age than should be expected. It was horrible and I hated going through it and I was angry, but it made me very understanding of people who might have challenges getting around, safety issues, things like staircases with no railings or glass stairs. Whoever invented glass stairs needs to try walking down them with knees bandaged. But now I'm so sensitive to it. And I often notice people who need a hand. I notice the elderly person who's struggling to get up from a table and I'm quick to go help them. Or I see a mom trying to get in the door with a stroller and a kid on her knee. And I'm just like, oh, I'll run across the store to open that door for her. Because now I've had that experience of crutches and walkers. So yeah, there's a silver lining there and that it, it changes you and helps you understand something bigger. If we've encouraged you in this podcast to find the silver lining in things, but you're not sure which steps you should take, or if you'd like to get better at finding the silver linings in your life, here are some concrete steps that you can take. First of all, look for those small glimmers of hope in your life. They may not shine too brightly in the dark of all the clouds around you, but identify those little slivers of life. Sometimes they sit on the edge of the situation. They might actually be peripheral to the whole situation. Step back and look on the edges of whatever it is that you're going through and see if there are some little glimmers of hope there. Another idea is to sit down and write a pros and cons list. If it's a really tough situation, there's likely going to be a lot of cons. It's easy to just only see the cons, but if you're forcing yourself to write a list, then you will start to write pros. Then when you're starting to write pros, you try to think, oh, can I even out my list? Can I think of more good things? And the more you focus on the good things, the more you're likely to see them. I'm a big list maker, so pros and cons helps me a lot. You may want to ask others to help you find the silver lining. Ask a friend or a family member who's not as engrossed in the situation as you are, because sometimes they can have a little bit more distance perspective and they can see things that might not be as clear to you. I think about the first year I was teaching, I was a brand new teacher. It was a brand new school and the room wasn't quite finished. There were no ceiling tiles when I started teaching. I happened to have the classroom right next to an elevator shaft. So all of the electrical wiring for the building ran up and down through the electrical shaft. As they were finishing the wiring and doing all of these things, they spent all of this time on ladders in the ceiling of my classroom as I was trying to teach special education. I could not get the kids to pay any attention to what I was saying because there was one electrician who spent a large amount of time in my classroom 
on a ladder and he was covered in tattoos. Kids were fascinated by his tattoos. They were fascinated by the wires. And I just kept trying to pull him back. Come on, let's learn. Let's learn. Let's learn. And I was telling my husband about it at home. And he said, oh, well, what color are the wires? But I'm like, I don't know. They're all different colors. He's like, oh, well, the different colors of wires mean different things. And he started explaining these things to me. I thought, maybe if we just get to the root of what actually is going on, maybe the kids will be less interested in what's going on in the wiring in the ceiling. So I stopped teaching. I asked the electrician to please explain the wiring to us. We learned a great lesson in electricity. I would say the kids in my classroom probably understood the building's electricity better than anyone else and knew what ran up and down that elevator shaft that made the whole building light up. Sometimes you just need that outside perspective, him showing me that, yeah, there's actually some real learning that could go on there. That's all I needed. Help me find the silver lining. What a great teachable moment. When you find yourself listing all the negatives of a situation to yourself or to someone else, sometimes it's good to step back from that conversation and give yourself time and space to look at it from a different perspective. I know that I need this. This is a trick that works for me because I'm not a quick thinker and I don't think well in the moment or I overreact in the moment. Take a few deep breaths, change your environment, put it aside till tomorrow, come back to it later with a fresh set of eyes, and then you might be able to see the silver lining that you didn't see the first time. You can choose to focus on the negative. It's easy to see and it will always be there. Or you can choose to see the good in life. Optimism is a choice. And to recap today's episode, negative situations will happen in your work and home life. Intentionally taking time to find the silver linings can improve your work life, home life, health, and well-being. Pessimism and choosing to see only the dark clouds is easier, but choosing optimism and finding the silver lining will benefit you now and well into the future, and it may even help you live longer. In true teacher fashion, we always end our podcast with homework. Our homework for you today is to think about one tough situation in your work or home life and identify a silver lining or two. We won't be grading your homework, but we'd love to hear how it's going. So reach out to us through any of our social media channels, email, or our website. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would go into your podcast host and write us a review. Reviews help other teachers to find us and it helps us to build a strong community of inspired teachers. That's all for today. Class dismissed. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to continue the conversation, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Inspired Together Teachers or head over to our website, inspiredtogetherteachers.com for more podcast episodes, our award-winning blog, and free guides to help you be your best. Until next time, may you be inspired in your work life and home life to live your best life.